ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a bonus episode of The Devil's Due. Court is not really in session, but we are going out to the ballpark. With me, as always, is the only man who is allowed to drink Joe Boo's rum, Mr. Drew Celestino. Ooh. I don't know, man. That's that's high praise, sir. It, it is. I I accept it, but that's it's still risky. That's you know, Joe Boo's rum. That's a secret thing. It don't sure is. It, no, you get a flying bat to the back of your head. Yeah, yeah. Sh- Should have got the chicken. Should have got the live Should've chicken. Should have gotten the live chicken. Should have gotten the live chicken. Whole chicken. Deep pull for those of you who uh, do you know get, that one. I wonder if because God, I know it's been long for you. and It's been long for me. Do you get a whole chicken in a bucket of KFC? No, yeah, no, just the, no, just the good parts. Just the good parts. Whatever the colonel decides. <laughs> I don't think he get the full thing though. Whatever the colonel wants, he keeps. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we are. How have they not remade that yet? By the way, anyway. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna. Oh, and Johnny wow. Five will look terrible. Oh. It'll look like you know streamlined. It'll he'll be, he'll be CGI. He won't look nearly as cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll be totally CGI. Um, it will star Zac Efron. Uh, Okay. And it will it'll be terrible. Well, yeah. That goes without yeah. saying. Now that I've said it, I don't want it to happen. But anyway. But see, here's, as we're, we go off on a little tangent, here's why, like I, think, we do. Here's why I think a, a little um, unintended benefit of terrible remakes might be is it may encourage people to go back and view the original. I'd and, hope so. And people who never shared the joy of Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2... Might get to discover that. All I ask is that people who have not seen it don't judge it too harshly for the really bad Indian portrayal by um, oh. um, oh, Fisher yeah. Stevens. It's, oof. Yeah, that was... Look, it's a shame. It's a different time. Different time. The movie itself, though, it's got heart. And that's yes. what counts. Yes. Anyway. So, here we are again. Uh, two times in a week. Twice. This is unprecedented. Yes. Uh, we had an opportunity to uh, attend, cover uh, an event in the local Buffalo area here. For those of you who've been listening to the show, a couple episodes back, we had Mr. Brian Stoyle on the episode, who is part of the Northridge fan group. I don't like to just call them cosplaying group because they do a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the Northridge Star Wars fan group, and they are a big part of the Buffalo Bisons, which is the minor league baseball team here in town, do a Star Wars night. And the Northridge fan group is a big part of that, and we were invited to be part of it as well this year. Uh, so we went and we covered it and we got some, we spoke to some of you who listened to the show. And for those of you who, who did speak to us, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, we definitely want to thank Brian and the Northridge fan group for having us and also the Buffalo Bisons for allowing us to show up. We got diplomatic immunity. We did. We, we, got, we got press passes. We had passes. I felt like Wayne and Garth in, in Wayne's world where we walk around just showing everybody. Yeah, just. What going about behind the scenes and stuff? Throwing them out there. Alice, is this cool? <laughs> is this cool? Yeah. Yeah, come on in. Sure. Hang out with us. We'll sure. Hang out with you. <laughs> with Buster Bison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So yeah. What um what did you think of the experience? Uh eye opening in so many ways. Yes, we learned a lot. This was kind of like our first 
outing, if you will, this is our first like activity beyond just recording the show. Well, it was a fact finding mission for the show in a way. Yes. Um. So I get we on the technical level for us if for future appearances or stuff like that. Um. We got a lot of ideas and how we can better that. Yeah. Down the road, should we partake in those kind of things going forward? Um. But you know, even bigger than just our own presence there, I'm just I okay. So you know that I'm kind of like I love Star Wars. You do love Star Wars. I love it to death, man. It's 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 near and dear, and always will be. But I'm also, as I get older, becoming slightly more jaded. My wall's a little higher than it used to be when it comes to you know <laughs> commerce, <laughs> and it's it's in like is Star Wars what it used to be? Is it this movie series that you know was written by? I'll give him credit, George Lucas, with a lot of help, by the way. But anyway, is it is it this you know pure narrative thing that that a guy envisioned and put on screen, put his vision on screen, and funded it himself, by the way? And yes. you know, it, like yeah. so, it, it there's a heart to it, and you know, it's why we grew up with it. It was a more innocent time in the '70s and the early '80s and all yeah. that. Now it's owned by Disney, and and they're gonna get every cent back that they paid for it. So. Well, it's, when you pay four, I I know, no, I know. So you know, it, it just and and to be fair, what they've done with it has been fine. Like you know, the movies are are good, yeah, better than George's recent efforts. So Star Wars is you know, it's it's great. I still love it, but I, the, that little nudging feeling, that 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 sinking feeling in me, like yeah, they're just gonna milk this. They're gonna put it on every lunchbox and every cross branded. Thing they could possibly do so like that side of me fights the side of me that really loves still loves star wars yeah but i don't think that's really so, changed from the inception of star wars it's gotten worse let's put it that for lack of a better word yeah, term but I don't it's think that's worse. necessarily driven by star wars that's just more product availability as more new products come out there it's another thing star wars can kind of slap its name on oh and because, they will slap their name on it because my point and and again we've discussed here i'm I'm older than you, so you may not remember like the initial oh, that first wave of Star Wars made Star Wars revolutionized product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude, it was on everything. Oh, I know. You could put it on. Sure. I just am more jaded about it now, where it's like I don't. Is is and we've talked about this before. Where is the media? Is the media the priority, or is all of that side merchandise an excuse to make the media to sell the merchandise? Like, it's a vicious circle. Yeah, it's it, th- and that's that's where I'm a little like, eh, I get torn up because I, cart horse, I don't know anymore. But having said all that, putting putting my big moral dilemma aside, going to that event was very eye opening to me because seeing that event. That many people celebrating Star Wars, families, little kids, grown adults. Yeah, you, you know, like we all know the bigness of Star Wars. This isn't even like going to celebration. Okay, it's, this this is an so event. Bigly. This is a cross branded thing yeah. in a minor league baseball stadium. But just seeing it, seeing the the, the seeing the people appreciate it, the passion. and the enthusiasm and the and the passion. Yeah. Man, that makes me feel pretty good. And yeah. that can melt away a little bit of my cynicism, even though then you get into a whole different layer of dilemma where it's like, 
do these people realize that they're celebrating this cash cow? That, but I got to put that aside because of all the joy that it is bringing these people. Yeah, I think when so, you, when but, you strip away the layers of the fandom, what it boils down to is a genuine love for the story and the characters. Yes. And a lot of that stuff that comes with it that you were talking about that can sometimes get a little out of control with marketing and whatnot is a way of expressing that fandom. Um, like I take a Star Wars tin lunchbox to work. I have an R2-D2 one myself. Yep, every day. And it's not, I didn't get it because, you know, this is a product I could purchase. I'd be like, hey, this is a way of expressing my fandom. And it's kind of a retro way of doing it. You know, the old tin lunchboxes, not really very prevalent anymore. Um, but no, I get what you're saying. I understand like when you, when you see as we have from its inception to where it is now and like, you know, they have days where all the products from the new movie get released Yeah, and that's a right. big thing. Right. I, I can totally understand your jadedness with that. star Wars oven mitts, star Wars spatulas. Like, you know what I mean? Where is Star Wars the flamethrower? That's all I want to know. That's what I need to know. The kids love that one. Yes, they do. Um, but no, again, putting that aside, man, uh, it's I cannot deny, and I, and I even am grateful for the fact that it is embraced to the level that it is. Yeah. Seeing it in, in, in the flesh, as it were, is... Amazing. It's, am- yeah. it's amazing. Especially on that day when there's not, like, I didn't see any, quote-unquote, Star Wars products to be purchased there. No, it was no, solely no. a celebration of this thing that we are, so many of us are deeply passionate about. Yeah. Um, a thing that for a lot of us is central to our childhood and has inspired us throughout the years and just seeing the way kids and newer generations are coming into the discovery of it just warms my heart. Like that kid we saw in the stormtrooper, the, the world's smallest stormtrooper. The world he was adorable. He was legit. That kid had that kid had stormtrooper costume. He was three feet tall. Yeah, and he was. It was a little short to be a stormtrooper. A, a little short to be a stormtrooper. But the thing is, like. That what his costume was better than any Halloween costume I've ever. Oh, had. he didn't buy that. He made that, and it yeah. was incredible. Oh no, I know. It was it was great, and you know we kind of want to talk to him, but little he kid, was shy. It's okay. Little kid was shy. Didn't want to talk. Um, yeah, that was just incredible to see. And we were very fortunate in that we ran into a lot of people we knew. Sure. It seemed like it was cut up in the two halves of the time we were there. First half of the time, I was running into everyone I knew. And the second half of the time, you were running into everyone you knew. Yeah. And we're very grateful for that because one of the things we learned is maybe we should look a little more official next time we go. Because some of the people we asked to talk to for the show weren't. Weren't too keen on it, and La- I get that. Laminates would help. Of some, yes. we should have had. You know, we needed laminates for our press passes. That's we what we needed. Yeah, and then I need. I need one of. The, I need a fedora with the little press <laughs> insert little press ticket on the little press ticket on, on the hat. That's what I need. Listen, see, we're doing a show here. We got stories to tell. Exactly that. That's Talk exactly it. 
So yeah, um, so that was something we learned. Definitely, we need some sort of central location, a table of some sort next. A time. home base, if we kind of yes, an echo base, if you will. Ooh. Uh, we kind of got into this event a little late in the game, so they couldn't necessarily accommodate us with that, which is understandable because. I have never seen that ballpark so crowded. It was a madhouse, dude. Madhouse. I, I, it, it's my. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, to be fair, let's let's talk about why it was so crazy. The Jabba line. The, the Jabba line. The Jabba line. It was like the line to see Don Corleone on his daughter's wedding day. Um, I would say, it, it, dare I say, man, it's like it's like you know what it was like. It's like the line you're gonna see. When they finally opened that Star Wars park yeah. in in Orlando, uh, it was, yeah. dude, that line was ridi- was ridiculous, was crazy. Because at one point I was like, "Yeah, we definitely have to uh, get our picture with that." And then we tried to journey to the end of the line. I was like, "You know, I am okay with not waiting in this." Yeah, because I heard some people were saying like an hour wait, an hour and a half wait. And I was like, mm, "Yeah, no, no." But folks. I'm not sure if you saw the pictures that Carl might have posted on Facebook, but and oh my god, that that Jabba was that is some work Legit. right there. They, we to go back to the interview with Brian. He told we talked about it. You got to see this thing. Yeah, it's legit. It's to scale. It's got a salacious crumb. Yep. It's got its arms move. Its jaw moves. They had yep. sound going. It was the, oh the my voice god. Was booming yeah and not only that it wasn't just job but you had well they had boba fett boba fett movie accurate boba fett standing han next to him. and carbonite han and carbonite bosk yeah. an r2d2 unit rolling around uh mouse droid old mouse droid from death star uh just the cosplay put on by northridge is i know 501st is a big thing but given a choice i'll take northridge over 501st I will. Sort of both words, man. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I'll take it. The, the the accuracy in not just the costumes for a lot of those people that were doing pictures of people. Yeah. Look at Brian, for instance, with his Luke outfit on, his current Luke outfit on. He's got the haircut. He's got the beard. He's got the glove from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and the costume is like pretty much spot on from what I could tell. Yep. Um, Boba Fett was, was tip top. Those stormtroopers we saw, those guys were five hundred first approved. I would bet, based on the accuracy of their costumes, they were on they those, were on the level. They sounded like stormtroopers when they moved. I know it they was get the, so the, great. The, the, the rinky clinky. The, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Kind of like that. Uh, and then the ones that really blew me away, dude. The the Ray and the Kylo Ren. Yeah, dude. Right. I mean, these they if, like these they these were people, stunt doubles. Yeah. For, right down to their body types and their haircut, like they yeah. were. Oh, like oh my god, dude! If if you like, if you they're like people that you didn't even know if they like Star Wars or not, but you just said to them casually, you know, you kind of look like you look like Ray from Star Wars. Like that person was like tailor made for it, and same thing with Kylo Ren. Like did that dude? Yeah, he he just looks that way, he just, and he looks, he looks like, like Adam Driver. Right? It, it's mind bending. What are the Fantastic. odds? What are the odds of that? Never that, tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. It's true. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, super it was, cool. It was a good time. Um, there, we may be doing another event coming up in August with the Superhero Alliance. Uh, we're definitely going to have them on the show. Um, that's they do a superhero night at the ballpark. Probably a little more in our wheelhouse for what this show is. Sure, sure. Um, but we're definitely not going to say no to any invitations. Um, so yeah, that 
it was a really awesome experience. We had a lot of fun. Uh, again, thank you to Northridge. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to Buffalo Bisons. We really appreciate the opportunity. And do you have anything to say before we get to our audio from the event? No, man. Let's uh, let's throw it to the uh, on-site audio. And uh, bear with us if it doesn't sound as pristine as their show usually does, but we were on location in a very loud baseball stadium. Yes, extremely loud baseball stadium. And just a reminder, folks, if you would like to send us any questions, if you'd like to find us on social media, we definitely welcome questions. If you listen to our episode from earlier this week, our standard episode, you know we definitely address all the questions we get. You can find us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources on the Devil's Do Podcast.com website. So from Carl and Drew, we're going to toss it over to Carl and Drew for the audio from Star Wars Bison's Day. We're here with a friend of the show, Brian Stoyle. Brian, we are here on the day. Yeah. It is Star Wars Day at Bison's Field, Coca-Cola Field here in beautiful downtown Buffalo. We've got some great weather. Yeah. Um, we're currently talking to pre-show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of bustling going on. Everything's getting ready. What What's on your mind? What's like? What's the early prep phase that's going on? I'm feeling good right now. Uh, first off, it's good to see you guys again. It's thank you. Thank you for making time to come. thank you enough for this opportunity. Of course. Yeah, it's my pleasure, you know, and uh, yeah, this time in the event, you know, we've already been here for half a day, you know, we get here about 9 or 10 in the morning, and we actually do our early um, rehearsal in the morning on the field before the landscapers take care of everything, so... We've been kind of like going at full speed since early morning already, and now that the event has just about started, it's kind of on autopilot, actually. So, like, it's the nice, relaxing, kind of chill moment right now for all of the crazy hustle and bustle that the event takes on, you know, like making sure that the costume characters get to certain events or certain uh, promotions within the event in certain places at certain times. That aside, you know, we're all here, we're all dressed, we're having fun. The audience is, you know, slowly coming in the doors because the gates just opened. And uh, it's nothing but love right now, you know? That's fantastic. And we also have a stormtrooper here. Sir, what's your name? Uh, this is Bobby, TK71600. Yeah. All right. Bobby looks fantastic in his stormtrooper armor. We're just going to let him scooch through here. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> love you, Bobby. Love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, we can't yeah. wait to see what happens, and we're going to go and talk to some people. And nice. Have you guys gotten to see Jabba the Hutt yet? Very, we have not. Yeah. We're, uh, can we talk to Jabba? Do we have to you go through? Hey, Jabba, no matter. I would, I would go up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just go up there and take it in. Okay. It's really cool. And, uh, you know, all the other little detailing around there, it's a beautiful little photo area. So. Awesome. Unfortunately, that won't translate on a podcast, but, you know. We'll snap pictures. We'll exactly. put them on the social medias. There you we'll go. Yeah. All righty, sir. Thank you for this quick moment. We will bump into you again before the end of the event. Thank, thank you, you guys so much. Right. Much appreciated. Thank you. All right. All right. We are here with Brian, Brendan, and Kalen, the Budniks. Brendan is actually a fan of the show. He sent us in some questions. We really appreciate it. But now we get to meet them in person. They are here at Star Wars Day. And we're talking to them. Guys, how's your Star Wars Day going so far? Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, what's your what's your favorite part of all this? Uh, definitely the meet and greet. Uh, it's great to meet, meet these guys. Of, of course, they're not the real actors. But, you know, 
It's when they're still in- fun to see him in costume. Yeah. Uh, just role play is fun. <laughs> All right. This is a family friendly show, dude. <laughs> Brendan said it. Role play is fun. All right, Caleb, what's your favorite part of this? Uh, my favorite part is probably, um, yeah, probably when they're when they show like the little uh, movies on the screens. And what about you, sir? Dad, what's your favorite part? The baseball, right? Oh, uh, actually, no. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, we've we've been doing this for many years now. We always do it as a family. Um, so we have a lot of people involved. Usually, get about fifteen to twenty people to come along with us. So we usually get a section up top and everything. So it's just been great. So it's just you know a nice thing that we always do every year with the family, just tradition. And of course, you know, for the love of Star Wars, you know, that's that's the most important thing. So just so much fun. So really, it's just the whole thing. It's just such a great time. All right, well, guys, we appreciate you giving us some time, and we'll let you get back to your day. Thank right. you. Thanks, guys. All right, folks, we are here with a man who is friend of the show, I hope, friend of mine that we bumped into, an educator and crafter of young minds all over Western New York. <laughs> Mr. Pat Gauthier. Pat, how you doing? Good. Nice to meet you guys. See you guys. Not meet you. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's, it's good to see you too. Um, what do you think about this? This is pretty insane. It's, you, you've been here before, yeah. so you have an idea of how this is kind of ramped up each year. What do you think of this year? Yeah, this is my, I want to say, sixth or seventh year coming. Maybe, I think, sixth. And it just it gets crazier and crazier every year. It's it's very cool to see, um, you know, like families. Like, this really brings a lot of families together, which is really cool. Like, I saw a, uh, uh, a, a family, like, everybody was all dressed up in different characters. It was adorable to see. Uh, so it's really cool to see so many people coming out and supporting it. Nice. And we were talking earlier about how it's, even still to this day, it's so bizarre to us, this thing that Star Wars has become. This, just like this cultural game changer that it's become. What, um, uh, for lack of a better phrase, what, what, what is your favorite part of everything that is Star Wars? Um, what, what, what gets you right in the feels the most? Believe it or not, actually, one of the things that I, I still remember the most of... Um, my brother actually was the one who introduced me. My brother, several years older than me, he, you know, remembered watching him in the '70s, and then when I came around, um, he got me into him. He's like, you know, let's. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna sit you down, and you're gonna watch these movies, and like that's still such a great memory for me. You know, just I, I still think about it. It's 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 something that bring that brought him and I together, and that actually you know really helped create a lot of friendships for me too so and it gives me a nice connection i have a lot of students uh who know that you know i'm the big star wars geek in the building and uh you know they it gives them something to bond to and it gives us a a, a nice connection all right pat thanks very much for your time we hope you enjoy the rest of your star wars bison's night thanks guys 
All right, folks, we are uh, still at Star Wars Day. It's a madhouse, and who should I run into but uh, the one, the only, the man who, which I will advocate for and ring announce for any time, the Salvatore Morocco. Sir, what is up? Howdy, it's good to run into you at this event. Um, let me just tell you, first off, if there's one thing that I love more than myself, it's Star Wars. So I, when, I, when I found that I was in the same city as an event having a Star Wars night, I just had to go. I had to be here. You had to be here. Now, how would you say this compares to, say, a Star Wars night in the greatest city in the world, Las Vegas, Nevada? I mean, it pales in comparison, so I don't like to... Uh, I mean, they're doing a decent job, so let's just leave it at that. Fair enough, sir. So, uh, other than Star Wars night, what brings you to the great city of Buffalo tonight? Are, are, are you performing? Are you wrestling anytime soon in the city? Well, you know, my sec, uh, my base of operations on the East Coast is in Buffalo, so uh, it used to be New York, but, you know... Well, rent's cheaper here you know but i like i like the quietness of this place so so i'm in buffalo i'm just hanging out no wrestling tonight so uh just uh you know see where the night takes me well sir you do that uh now what makes star wars such a big deal for you you said it's the, the thing you love second only to yourself what is it about star wars that you love so much well you know i i say that and it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek almost uh because obviously wrestling is right up there as well like wrestling star wars are just things that i came up with as a kid and it's it's the, they're, they're both just so similar it's like the, the characters the action the storytelling you know they're they're pretty much the same thing just done on different uh um, platforms, you know. So, all the same reasons I love wrestling are the reasons I love Star Wars. Awesome. Uh, when can we see you perform again, sir? Well, I'm not in the western New York area for probably till the fall. I'm doing a lot of Ohio stuff, uh, some little couple West Coast things here and there. You know, we'll figure it out. All right. Well, next time you uh, are here performing, know that I will have your back. We'll get all your all your podcast listeners to go follow on the on the uh, social medias. Plug your stuff, please. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all of them. You can either search my name or hashtag Main Event Morocco. Give it a like or a follow, and then all the information you'll need to catch my events will be right there. Excellent, sir. Well, it's good to see you, and thank you very much. Likewise. Thank you. All right. Okay, folks, that was our audio from Star Wars Bison's Day, or Bison Star Wars Day. I I keep saying Star Wars Bison's Day. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. We hope to do more events like this. Uh, We've got our one-year anniversary coming up in the foreseeable future, so we're kind of tinkering around with different ideas for something fun to do with that. And you you look like you want to say something. I might have have ideas for that. You have ideas? Possibly. About time you contributed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do nothing around here. You You did lug that bag. So did you, to be fair. You lugged a lot more than me, though. So okay. Credit where credit's due. And I do, you know, produce the show and mix and the show and I put the show on the internet. And I can't remember if we discussed in the, you know. the sound pieces. Um, we had to break out of the park <laughs> to leave. We did have to break out of the park to leave. Well, we were we left at a, at a very inopportune time. Yeah. People were still trying to get in. We were trying to get out. Yeah. Exits were, like, not open yet. No. So we we broke out. All right, folks. Thanks for stopping by for this bonus episode of the Devil's Due podcast. We appreciate it, and we hope you have a great week.